Hi everyone. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is your host, Chef Kristen, as usual. And today we will actually be speaking on a profession that is actually still somewhat of an enigma to the public. And that is, we're going to be discussing the artistry of food photography. So if you've always wanted to know kind of how they make the food so good, look so good on commercials or advertisements, or it's actually a profession you wanted to get into but didn't know how or didn't know kind of the ins and outs and some of the tricks of the trade, definitely tune in to this week's episode. So, you know, a lot of people might be asking, what is food photography? So it's actually the profession of still life photography used to create attractive still life photos of food. You know, it's actually used for uh commercial purposes so that means advertisements magazines uh packaging menus cookbooks if you see it being used in the media you name it that's food photography has been used um you know what does it actually involve it actually is a whole production team believe it or not and that production team consists of or usually consists of an art director a photographer, a food stylist, a prop specialist, and then their associates. Um, It's actually also important to know that the food is sometimes, more oftentimes than not, actually exaggerated. Which is why a lot of times you can see food on commercials or you can be sitting at home and you're watching, you know, a commercial for whatever, whether it's fast food or, you know, a chain restaurant or whatever the case may be, and you're looking like, oh my God, this food looks so good. It's mouth-watering. And then you actually go to the actual location and you get the meal. And it could be just as, it tastes good, just as good as what the commercial looked like, but the presentation might be off a little or a lot even sometimes. Um, That's why, because the food has been exaggerated and the food photographer um, has done a wonderful job they've done great at what they've done they were successful i'm sorry at what it is they were trying to accomplish um also a lot of people don't know that there are actually a lot of changes that has been made um aesthetically when it comes to the food photography business or profession so this is kind of more so like a then versus now um you know in the earlier times And for a long time often, they would actually compose the shot from the eater's point of view. So that means, you know, either you got a bird's eye view, like you're kind of looking down at a place setting or kind of more streamlined or um, giving you like the horizon view where you kind of can kind of see across um, the actual table setting and everything was actually pretty much kept separate. So you had your fork and knife here, you had your plate here your cup was you know placed directly in front of or to the right of your plate and then you might have you know bread and butter on the other side and a spoon on the other side and napkins and placement everything had its own place and everything was kept separate however now they're more so concerned about you know the lighting and the angles there are definitely more props being used uh what else oh it's actually kind of how the term food porn came about because again it's more romanticized lighting like some things you look at or even commercials or whatever the case may be you might have uh dim lighting or more romantic lighting 
Um, I've literally seen commercials where the food is like kind of sizzling, so they've kind of made like they've added sound effects to it as well, where that wasn't a thing in the past. Um, so it's definitely been a lot of changes in the industry itself, you know. So now we're gonna kind of move on and move forward to how does it all get done? Like, what is the tone or how they set the stage? Um, in the studio or wherever they might be filming or taking pictures, photographs of the food, how does it all get done? Like, what is the typical go-to day as a professional in the food photography business? So let me start off by giving you all two or a couple of disclaimers. One being, before we go into how things get done on the set, the food itself, the food that's being uh, photographed is actually tagged and discarded it's tagged as inedible and then discarded at the end of the set and that's because of um for food safety reasons how it's being handled um and then also you'll come to find that a lot of times it's actually inedible because of what's being used uh to actually make the food more um attractive also the steps that i'm gonna give you as to what goes down on the set is literally it's about maybe five steps but it's generalized i am in no way trying to diminish the profession of food photography or saying that it's just that easy these are just more so of a generalized uh idea as to kind of what goes on on a typical day-to-day basis without you know the different types of uh time constraints and the different variables that go on that can make the day the day go a lot uh, smoother or even sometimes difficult so starting with step number one the food and the ingredients are purchased and when I say they're purchased they purchase a lot of it because more oftentimes than not they have uh, to do a lot of testing which leads us to step number two um, they purchase a lot of food because those items are tested they're fluffed they're kind of tweaking you know how they want might want things to look they might have the vision in their head um, of how they want it to look or how it should be created and then when it comes time to execute things don't always go as planned so they gotta get a lot of food so that a lot of it is tested and then number three is the hero is chosen so basically whatever uh, product that has been tested or you know through all of the tested products I'll say whatever one comes out looking the best and the most uh pleasing aesthetically then that's what's called or chosen as the hero of the set that's the winner that's the one that's going to be the actual featured product then number four you have test shots and you also um have to do the setup for the hero so during this process the hero is actually replaced by a cardboard stand-in so just kind of something so um and photography in general you do test shots so you just kind of snap a few pictures to kind of see is your lighting the way you want it to be um is that even in this case are your props set up the way that they should be do they really accentuate what it is that you're trying to showcase um or do you need to make any changes are they perfect and then you kind of can go from there and then step number five you actually are going to set the atmosphere so this is um, very important because no matter whether the setting be in a studio and manufactured or if it's actually created with natural lighting or done outside whatever the case may be 
the lighting in the background is prepared to make the product as attractive as uh, possible without distracting you from the actual product itself. And so once they've kind of completed all those things, then that's when the cardboard sanding is um, replaced by the actual hero and the, uh, I guess, photography can commence. So, um, moving on with kind of tricks of the trade. I've done some research. I've even... um, literally seen a lot of specials on television actually concerning this topic on Food Network just as one example Um, but there were a lot of tricks of the trade that I didn't know prior to actually seeing some of those specials or even um, doing the research or talking to people and some of them were quite interesting so just to kind of give a overview of what some of those tricks of the trade are Then we have fruit salad, which I've never really seen too much fruit salad uh, in advertisements. I mean, I have seen it, but I haven't really seen it too much. Um, It's actually apparently quite hard to photograph, so usually the fruit pieces are cut immediately prior to using them in the fruit salad. So whatever fruit pieces that they use, whether it be melon or oranges or whatever the case may be, they don't normally... uh, actually like kind of prep it in advance it's usually done right before they're actually being used in the photograph and then they top the they only use enough to top off the um the top layer as well like the center and the outer edge layers and then what's underneath i was actually pretty surprised to find out it's mashed potatoes or something of the same texture they need something a little bit more sturdy and dense to actually hold the fruit and keep it up so it's literally just a bowl or a cup or whatever the actual container is full of mashed potatoes or something of the same uh substance or texture consistency if you will and then they just take the fruit and put that on top so you look like you have a whole container full of fruit salad hamburgers so burgers are actually assembled together and held together by toothpicks and then usually they try to avoid using um tomatoes on the on the burger because of um the chance of discoloring the other ingredients due to the tomato juice meat patties are either flash cooked um or sometimes even just cooked on the one side and then they actually brown the edges with a blowtorch. And even sometimes they might either add a colorant. They might paint um, the actual burger to might kind of make it get that caramelized look. And to make it look more appetizing. And then for the fresh melted cheese look, they um, just kind of on the edges of the melted cheese, they actually use household cleaner. So like anything like furniture polish or something like that they take and they brush that on the edges of the melted cheese to kind of give it that shine and make it look like oh wow like it was just melted like on the burger and give it that good nice shiny sheen melted look and then i found out condiments are actually applied with applicator bottles so that's anything from ketchup to mustard to mayo to barbecue sauce whatever the condiments are they actually take an applicator bottle and kind of strategically place it on the burger and then finally what they do is is that they add steam to make the burger appeal hot like you got a fresh hot piping hot burger that just came off of the grill 
and then sandwiches they actually use a very similar technique to burgers except what they do is they actually wet the paper towels um and they use that and wrap the bread in to kind of keep the bread moist and keep it from drying out and then what they also actually do in preparation um or to prepare the sandwich and for the photography i'm sorry is with half sandwiches more specifically they actually individually slice or i should say cut they actually individually cut the ingredients with scissors and then they assemble it so it kind of has that straight edge look and then like i said they kind of assemble the sandwich the bun and all that and stick it together with the toothpick 